The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hello, everybody. It is Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer and Co-Founder of All This. I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. A part of our ServiceNow series, we have a guest that has been on the show two years ago, and we are very, very happy to have him. And he is Jax Clement, and he is ITSM and ITAM Offering Lead for Accenture Europe. Jax, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast once again. Thank you for having me, Mark. It's a pleasure being here again. So life is happening so fast. I feel I'm getting so old so quickly. Uh, two years in a blink of an eye. What have you been doing for the last two years? Yeah, so obviously I changed company. I am now with Accenture in the ServiceNow business group. Like mentioned in my title, I'm heading the ITX, ITSM and ITOM offering for Europe. So I do a bit of consulting, of course, but also helping the different sales teams within Accenture to better position ServiceNow as a platform. Sometimes we position ServiceNow in a bigger deal than just Accenture, than just ServiceNow, sorry. And I help the team really positioning ServiceNow where it should be and maximizing the value we can offer to the customer. People can underestimate, it's funny, I was on a, I was on a panel session in Ireland during the week and uh, one, of, one of her co-panelists was actually from Accenture and she gave an overview like, Am I right in saying there's like 740,000 people that work in Accenture globally? It's, Absolutely. It's, yeah. Like it's just, the company is so big, so successful. It's incredible. So joining a company like that, sometimes you might feel like, where are you going to make an impact in such a large company? What was your rationale to, to do that? And tell us a little bit about what ServiceNow offerings Accenture has. Yeah, so I guess the, the rationale for joining a company like Accenture is actually in the fact that it's big in a good way uh, because of its size and because it has both tech and consulting activities. You can really tackle some of the biggest ServiceNow projects and implementation it has to offer. We, we can address verticals, retails, finance, life science, etc. So we can have experts in those domains and at the same time bringing ServiceNow experts to a given project. And, and that's really uh, a big strength. Also, interestingly, Accenture is one of the biggest ServiceNow customers in the world, one of the top five. So every single of the 730,000 employees will be using ServiceNow on a daily basis for HR, service management, even workplace service delivery. We use ITOM extensively from within Accenture. And we are the biggest ServiceNow partner in the world. There's, there's 19,000 people within Accenture just doing ServiceNow. That sort of dual biggest partner and one of the biggest customer is actually makes that a very interesting place to be in. Incredible. So many, 19,000, that, that is amazing. Yeah. But you also, you humbly didn't mention about your CMA. And we want to talk a little bit about that and achieving that. What was that like? Oh, it's been such a ride. If I had to define what a CMA is, I would say it's it's a trusted advisor with a customer and value realization focus. So basically a CMA, CMA will help 
uh, customers to maximize their investment. So the platform will serve their strategic objectives. And really the CMA course and certification is about that. It's a MBA style. We can talk about that a bit uh, later, maybe 20 week program. So that's five months with 30 participants. And you're going to be part of one group of five persons. So very similar for those who've done an MBA, very similar to what you have in MBA with group assignments, et cetera. And it actually starts with a one week face-to-face kickoff. That was the good thing after COVID. So I think they had a couple of CMA cohorts that couldn't meet in person. So I was very fortunate because I went in London to meet with the, the rest of the cohort for one week. And then after that, we have three times two hour webinars per week for 19 weeks. And on a weekly basis, you get group assignments. So it's a very long program, very intense. You have to put a lot of hours, including from your personal time to achieve it, but it's absolutely worth it. It's fantastic. I've got so many follow-up questions with that. What kind of inspired you to take it? How did you manage through the peaks and troughs of you know, just life in general, being able to hit those additional milestones? Because for a lot of people living life at the moment, it's hard enough just to keep track of email, manage through all different life challenges, add a bit of bad weather to it and a little bit of a cold. How did you get through it? Well, I guess maybe first in terms of motivation, we discussed that last time. I've been around ServiceNow since 2008. So I had a feeling that from a technical standpoint, I had a fairly good understanding of how the platform was working. But what I didn't feel that much comfortable with was the whole, how do I really realize the true value of the platform? How can I decompose a business imperative into the best solution, the best architecture? I I wasn't also very sure what the best operating model was and the best governance structure we needed to operate the platform and make that happen. I knew ServiceNow had a lot to offer, but I wasn't too sure where to go and how to use that. And that was, I really felt that was the part I was missing. And when I was reading what CMA had to offer, uh, I thought this is what I need to do. Now, in, in terms of management, I think you really need to be sponsored by your own employer. Life's not going to stop because on CMA, but you're still going to have to be with your customers, help your sales teams, do your normal work. At Accenture, I was very lucky because the company would give us a few hours every week, obviously to attend the webinars, but also to just do my homework like a student. But that's never going to be enough. Sometimes the group assignments are pretty large and you need to put some hours over the weekend. So... I guess if you're interested in going into a program like that, you need to make sure you get uh, sponsorship from your employer and I guess from your family somehow, because yes, there are going to be evenings and weekends where you're just not going to be available for them. There's a real sense of community within ServiceNow and until you're in that ecosystem, it's very hard to put your finger on it. And I I talk about this a lot and people, they're, they're a little bit surprised when I talk about it because people just... You are so open, sharing ideas, perspectives. It's like that all boats raise within within a tide. It it is a really nice ecosystem. How do you liaise and work and engage where you're dealing with competitors, you're working with partners, you're sharing information, and then you're working through all these different kind of collaborations because it's a pretty special experience. 
It is. It's a, it's a very good point. Actually, when you join your cohort on that first week, you're basically sitting at a table with four other guys, and some of them will be from your direct competitors. So I guess in the beginning, there's a bit of, oh, maybe I shouldn't say everything I know about that one specific problem. But you know what? It's going to fade out very rapidly because it's so intense. And at the end of the day, you want to succeed. Maybe we're going to be talking about the exam itself at the end. It's a very difficult exam to pass. So at some point, you just forget these are competitors and they just become your team. And I was very fortunate to be with four other amazing people from different partners and also one person from ServiceNow. And the first week, that immersion week that we had together in London was so important because that's where you meet your colleagues, so to speak, in person. And even during the first week, it's going to be super intense. One night we worked until 1 a.m. to finish off a work. There's going to be some tension. You're going to have to work on those tensions, find a, a good group dynamic. So... Because of all of that, at some point, you just forget they're working from, a, from one of your competitors and you're just working towards being certified. And I believe this is also why this first week is important. You're going to build that relationship that you are going to need further down because for the rest of the program, you're going to be meeting over Zoom or Teams. And if you did not manage to build sufficient trust during that first week, the rest of the program will be more difficult and, and not the same. I'm still meeting with, with the guys I used to do the CMA uh, with. We really created a, an amazing bond altogether. I love the way you're honest about that because there is that feeling you're thinking, hold on a second here, if we're going to be putting on armor in a couple of weeks as you go to battle for different types of projects. And you know, the, it, it, there is that kind of rivalry, but it's also good to know that you're all different human beings are working together. And there is a sense of things are moving so quickly that it's very hard to try to control it or to pitch mm -hmm. this as your true competitor advantage because there's so much over overlap. So maybe that's just the secret to the success of why sort of now ecosystem is doing so well. And we could actually have a separate topic on this. It's a particularly interesting yes. uh, one. And you're inspiring me actually now to do this for another topic. So <laughs> I'm going to come back to that. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions www.aldis.com. We go into a little bit more about the examination process. What's involved? How challenging is this? And probably my next question would be: Is what practical advice would you offer to other people who are going to go on this journey? During during those five months, you're going to be talking about communication skills, how to decompose business imperatives into outcomes, and then a solution, and then a roadmap to implement it. You'll be talking about governance. There's a significant part about the platform itself, the applications, technical aspects, security, all of that, release management, citizen development, you name it. And really the exam at the end will try to address all of that. So the way it works, it's a four hour exam and really it's a mock-up of a real customer presentation. And like I said, the exam lasts four hours in total and at the beginning of the exam, so it's a monitored exam, at the beginning of the exam, you are given a case study that you never saw before. So a week before, you are going to be told about what industry the case study will be for. So you can do a bit of research on the industry on your own. 
but you don't know anything about the case study. And for the first three hours, you literally prepare a presentation that will address all of that. Like I said, business imperatives, your approach, your roadmap, your, your target architecture, the operating model, all of that. And then you move into another, another Zoom meeting and you present for one hour, including your questions, to a panel composed of typically a CIO, an enterprise architect, and a program director. That can change depending on the case study. And you deliver your presentation as if you were trying to convince the customer to work with you and to embrace your recommendations. Communication skills are very important, but as an architect, you need to have very strong communication skills. And you only have one hour. Like if you go beyond that one hour, it's very likely you are going to miss to miss your exam and not pass. You're making me stressed out even thinking about that hour. <laughs> I, like I can I check. It I finished yeah. my three-hour preparation like five minutes before jumping onto the next. Wow. The next. On your on the second part of your question, how do you prepare for it? So you come with, let's say, a PowerPoint deck that is half done. You have like big sections you can work on a little bit before the exam. For instance, about security, your automation strategy operating model, and then you adjust that to the case study that you are going to work on. The part you don't know is the solution you need to build, and that, that you need to do during your exam. But what is very important is to build a story that, that is relevant and that you shouldn't be starting like a week or two before the exam. Like personally, I started working on my deck probably two months through the program that is three to four months before the actual exam. And I would have my PowerPoint presentation open almost like all the time. So if I was talking to a customer or watching a YouTube video about ServiceNow or reading an article, sometimes you had an idea, oh, that's interesting. And I would quickly go to my presentation and change it or make a note, remember to talk about this because I thought it would make sense for my own story. So I, I started building it long before the exam. So when I went to the exam, I had a fairly good idea about what story I wanted to tell. The story is very important. The whole thing needs to flow naturally. Otherwise, it feels like a, a succession of slides with no real glue between them. That's a real skill in itself. My last question, Jax. What are you most excited about in the ecosystem right now? Sorry if it's a little cliche, but obviously Gen AI. I believe from a disruption perspective, it's very comparable to the first computers, internet, and the smartphones. I think it's at the same level. And I love what ServiceNow is doing on that front, but also Accenture. Accenture is building Gen AI solutions on top of the ServiceNow platform. And as a company, we're going to invest 3 billion in Gen, in Gen AI. And this includes a strong partnership with, with ServiceNow. There was a, a study uh, every year, Accenture uh, issues a study called Tech Vision. And for the 2023, actually 98% of the global executives they, they interviewed agreed that AI foundation models would play a key role in their strategies in the next three to five years. So the, I believe the momentum is, is really good. And I'm glad that ServiceNow is not only embarking into this, but you know, being a leader in that front because you know, ServiceNow is my, is my day-to-day 
work somehow. So yeah, Gen AI, definitely. And sorry if that sounds like a, an obvious response. No, it, it doesn't. And I'm being a bit mean asking that question at no. the end because we could go on for additional podcasts to talk about this. And I agree with you. Being in the world of AI, I've had 500 interviews with leaders across yes. AI. And this Gen AI world, believe the hype, the impact is incredible. Don't get me wrong, there's challenges around privacy and we, we, we regulation, we need yeah. to get that right. But whoa, the impact is truly, truly incredible. And I've moved on to the old AI, new AI talk. So I'll be like, that's more old AI, Gen AI, the, the new stuff. And boy, it's, exam- boy, it's exciting. And listen, we, yeah. we must do an episode to talk about that in the future. But thank you very much for joining us on the show. Again, I can't believe it's been two years since you've been here, Jax. Thank you again. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you in the near future. Thank you so much to you and the team. It's a pleasure being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.